behind every interesting person is a great story. This is Person of Interest with Natalie Jones. What about now? Hi. All right, guys. Here we are. Week four? Or is it five? I don't really know. But of Person of Interest with Natalie Jones. What's going on? I'm Natalie. And this week, I'm so excited. We have Amanda Valentine. So her and I met when we both worked here at the radio station. I'm on cue, and she was on B105. We instantly became all like immediate best friends. I've known her since before she started her podcast, which we'll get into just right before and she's become, she was really my mentor all through my, uh, her and I's radio experience crossing over. And she has since left B105 and she is now going solo on all of her own personal adventures. She's an entrepreneur. To know if you don't know her, I feel like everybody already does. And today we talk about her transition from being in radio, something she knew and loved, to starting her own business within this realm and then going off on her own and taking the leap. She's Amanda Valentine. She's AmandaValentineBites.com. She is the Pound This Podcast. She is all things. She has lost over 117 pounds on her weight loss journey and inspired thousands along the way. Here she is, babe. Our girl, Amanda Valentine. Hello, but I will start recording now with you, Amanda Valentine. Yeah, girl. Um, can you talk a little louder? So this is going to be my levels. This is probably like the level I'm going to be talking at. Okay, that's a pretty good level. All You're right. pro. You all know right. what to do. Um, because you have your own podcast and your own thing, Amanda Valentine is You Compound This and Amanda Bites. Amanda Valentine Bites. Amanda Valentine Bites and a whole bunch of other stuff. No, you got seasonings. You're like, I know her! I know her! <laughs> That's like the status. And I really am really honored to call you one of my best friends. Aw, thank you. Same. Yeah, you're like a soul connection. Aww. And those don't, you don't choose those. Those choose you. So, yeah. I think that's super cool. Yeah, me too. Girl, so I asked you to come on this podcast. And this is such a formal opening. but Yeah, it's very formal. I know. I don't really, I just... Okay, but like for real? Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to tell the story. So you and I were friends here um, at the radio station. Mm-hmm. You're on B105. I'm on Q102. And then you left. I did. Your job. I did. Like a true badass. Yeah. I support that decision 100% because you're following your dreams. And there's nothing more powerful and beautiful, I think, than watching someone find their passion really thrive in it get real comfortable with it and then take that to the next level of their life and that's exactly what you did and I think it's amazing it's you're such a badass because I know it was not hard I was here you mean it was not easy (laughs) it was definitely hard but it was not easy it was definitely hard and we've had still hard (laughs) so many conversations along the way and I just want to talk to you about that this like huge life transition when I met you you had just won personality of the year on your radio station on B105, and you were, like, living radio life. Yeah, man. You know? And then you started your podcast, I think, since I've known you. Yeah, I started the podcast at the beginning of 2018. So I won the, the CMA Award um, in November of 2017. Yeah, and I got hired in October of 2017. Ah, okay. Yeah. So um, that was, I mean, because I've been in radio for 20 years. It's all I've ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up listening to the radio. I was obsessed with this morning show in St. Louis, Stephen D.C. I stood in line at a carpet store to get their autograph. <laughs> I, like, was obsessed, and I, I just felt like they were my friends. Like, yeah. they just, like, I felt like I knew them without knowing them. And mm-hmm. I just, like, you know, I was this, like, 
fat, nerdy, quiet kid from mm-hmm. Millistad, Illinois, and it's not like I, you know, was the most popular superstar, and it's just like I had this connection with these people on the radio, and I just, I loved it. I would, I mean, this totally dates me, but whenever I would leave for school in the morning, I would hit record on a cassette, a 90-minute cassette, and then when I'd come home from school, I'd go back and listen to the morning show. Oh, my God. And I would fast forward through the songs and the commercials and just listen to them talk. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. You really are such a radio nerd. I know, right? <laughs> so I just, like, I just like, love them so much. And yeah. so that's just what always what I wanted to do. And then I went to, um, and I think this is such a, a, a part of my journey, too, is just that I've been, and I've told you about this, too, that I've just been, like, you know, I've spent most of, almost all of my childhood like being extremely introverted, extremely shy, extremely quiet. And then when I took my first radio classes at my community college, it was just like this key that unlocked me. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt like I was finding my voice. Like I just immediately, like my first semester, I didn't talk to anybody. Everybody thought that I was stuck up because I like got straight A's because I'm an overachiever and I loved radio. Mm-hmm. And by the second semester, I'm friends with everybody and hanging out. And it's like the first time I like, I, I just kind of, I felt comfortable. Yeah. And so like radio did a lot of stuff like that for me. And, you know, I couldn't wait to move out of my house. Like even as, like seventh grade, I was getting all these college, you know, pamphlets and stuff, just wanting to escape and run away. Yeah. And radio totally gave me that chance too. I moved away from my first full-time job when I was 20 and I moved to Paducah, Kentucky by myself, which was three hours away from where I grew up. And from there, I went to Champaign, Illinois, did my first morning show. Then I was in Elmira, New York, where I met my husband, who's also from Illinois. And then he started traipsing along with me. And I was in Rochester, New York for four years, Denver for three years. And then I was in Oregon for two years. And then I've been in Cincinnati for five. So then, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> You've lived in more places than I have. Yeah, I've been all over the place, man. I mean, this is my seventh state. It's awesome. And so it's... Of, of working in, because I worked in Missouri, Illinois, Kentucky, um, New York, Ohio, Colorado, Oregon. I think that's seven. Right. But anyway, um, <laughs> and then I've been nationally syndicated, too. So I've been, like, on the radio in all 50 states. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, I worked for a company called Dial Global, which is now Westwood One. Right. So, yeah, and I was on so many stations at once, I had to have a fake name on a second set of stations because in some cities I competed against myself. Oh, so wow. I was Amanda Valentine and Becca Brown. <laughs> Becca, I've never, I never knew this. How did I not know this? <laughs> Becca Brown. Because I, I was on, I was so on so many country stations that, yeah, some cities I would be on at the same time. Oh, my God, where stations. were you when you were recording all of this stuff? In Denver. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Did that mean you got paid so much more money? Oh, yeah, right. This yeah. is radio. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not no. even close. Um, I got paid fifteen bucks an hour. Oh my god, that's so and so. Nice. And I was ta- I was doing like seventy breaks an hour, like talking for seventy different stations per hour. Dear Lord, yeah, like I would leave a four hour shift and not have a voice. Um, and also, I was on my weight loss journey. While I was doing that too. So you would have like ten minutes each hour to actually have a break. Mm-hmm. And what I would do is I would drink tea, go to the bathroom, and do a hundred jumping jacks. Oh my god! And I did that every hour. Um, <laughs> It was crazy. Yeah. And so um, for me, because it's just been so much of my life, like to to, to leave radio, mm-hmm. that was, that's been really, was what was, it was a hard decision to move, like to really do a lot of soul searching mm-hmm. of what do I want and what's my passion and, and what do I care about and what do I want to do with my life? And, you know, if I died tomorrow, what would my regrets be? What do I be like, wish I would have done? And I don't want to do that. And so... 
it's like, well, I've, you know, I've done all these things in radio and I, I've done everything that I personally wanted to achieve. And so, um, cause the, I mean, there's a lot of other things I could do with a radio career that would be other people's goals, but they're not mine anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, staying is a comfort zone. It's mm-hmm. like, that's just being comfortable. It's because it's what I know. It's what I've always known. And like, but life is about growth and change. And I've, you know, from the moment I started in college working in radio, I've kept one foot on my own ass, pushing myself on my own comfort zone. It wasn't comfortable for me to be 20 years old with just a high school diploma. Like, let's just pick up and move to Paducah, Kentucky by myself. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what <laughs> that's usually not people's plan. It wasn't my plan. I made 15 grand a year. Wow. And so and I just moved there. And I, I was working at the time I was working at Subway. I was working at Casey's, which is a gas station pizza place. Yeah. Um, I was hired as the program director of my college station. So I got paid by the college, taking 17 credit hours. And I was working at some radio stations in St. Louis. I was working at KC95. Well, dude. I mean, so, I mean, I was doing all of that work and I left all of it to just go to Paducah. And like, so it, like, that's just, I think, a good example of like me going like, well, let's just jump and let's just see what happens. Like if it doesn't work out. I have options. There's like always an option for something. And so that's kind of what I felt making this decision. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm just talking all by myself. Sorry, I'm used to having a damn podcast and just not shutting up. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, this podcast is about you. Okay. So keep going, please. <laughs> and so it was like, you know, of, you know, what what's a challenge? Like, how can how can I grow? How can I grow as a person? And what really fills my cup? And what I've learned from doing Pound This, my, my podcast is just like, I didn't realize me sharing my struggle, like how much that impacted other people, like how much me sharing what I've been through really helps other people. And, you know, being in radio, I've done tons of charity events, like huge supporter of the American Heart Association, St. Jude. Um, I've done a lot of Children's Miracle Network stuff. And and it's like it's it's you know, very soul fulfilling and it's great to like help other charities, but it's like, this was like a different kind of help where I'm like, Oh my God, like my struggles, this pain I've gone through can make somebody else feel better. And it's like, I don't know, it's just an indescribable feeling. And it's almost like a drug of like, Oh my God, well, I didn't realize that my voice could promote this kind of change or help other people. Like what else can I do with my voice? I've been trained to use my voice for 20 years in the radio business yeah. What else can this voice do other than talk about music and concert tickets and events of can I talk to doctors and talk to other people on weight loss journeys and talk to nutritionists? And can I talk about my own journey and talk about other people's struggles and, and get people included? Like, can this voice create change yeah. through these things that I'm really passionate about? And the things for, you know, one of the reasons I started my podcast is I felt like so much of my own weight loss journey was alone. Like I didn't talk to anybody how I felt about binge eating or, or how much I hated myself and like all of these feelings. And I didn't feel like I had anyone I could talk to about it, like that would understand me. And so to have this podcast where I'm like, I'm hoping by me saying those things, you know, in podcasting like this, it's so personal. You put on your headphones, you're sitting at your desk, you're sitting in your car, you're usually alone listening to a podcast. It feels Mm -hmm. so one-on-one. So it doesn't, it feels like this connection that I loved from radio, like that morning show that I love. I felt so connected to, I feel connected to podcasters and like Keith and the girls, my favorite podcast. I feel like they're my best friends and I don't know them and I've been listening to them for 10 years. And so it's, you know, if, if my having that connection 
can actually make a change or make somebody feel not alone or encourages somebody to live healthier, to change their life in positive ways or to connect them with somebody else that can with like dietitians or a personal trainer or have them introduce them to somebody that I normally couldn't, if I can't meet you in person, I can't introduce you to of like, Hey, I trust this person. They have a good heart. They care about you too, or they care about what they do. And they're also very passionate about this. Like maybe this is your person and maybe you've tried all these different gyms or you've tried all these different diets and you never connected to it. But maybe this one random guest I have on my podcast, you're just kind of like, I get that person. Like yeah. you kind of started this podcast with like this soul connection where it's like they are speaking my language and mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out to them. And maybe that's the key that unlocks, you know, what, what's been going on for you. And to be the person that can like facilitate that is just I don't know. It's just. It's crazy. I mean, it's it's a ton of fucking work. Oops, mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> it's, fuck it, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna believe it out. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a lot of work. It's it's exhausting and it's but it's like so rewarding. And yeah. you know, and I had somebody say to me through this process of like, oh, well, I understand where that feeds your ego, and I personally don't feel like it comes from that place at all. It's yeah. just kind of like it comes from me recognizing my pain. And what what I wish I had and being able to be in a space to provide that and uh, like an understand a space like for me, understanding how audio equipment works and how to talk and and knowing how to edit and how that 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 can make a connection to somebody. I don't know. It's just I don't know. That might sound like woo woo y. No. crunchy whatever but it's just like that I mean so that's what I'm that's what I'm chasing after ultimately everything I'm doing is how can I how can and I and I, I was actually just talking to somebody earlier this morning of like what I'd love to do because they're like what's your plan for the next year and I'm like my plan is one I guess just like not go to get home be homeless so like one just keep paying my bills somehow Word. um but two of like what I would really like to create is more connection and community yeah of I feel like especially in such an online world where we're so segmented like social media is supposed to be about connection but really it pushes us further apart because we mm-hmm. compare ourselves to other people and there's like jealousy uh, and isn't there's it the so worst? much venom like, on and like people hating one thing and if you don't agree with me then I hate you and so it's like well how can we create a space how can I what I'm doing moving forward create a space of connection and community of like-minded people where we can talk about binge eating and sometimes where how you don't feel comfortable in your own body or the you know like I feel like I eat healthy but I'm not losing weight and what the hell and like you can have those conversations with like-minded people in a comfortable space of you know I mean maybe it's not just podcasting like for me that's that's again comfort zone for me because of radio Mm -hmm. like what else can I possibly do on this journey where we can we can connect more and feel more like a community, and I don't know what the answer to that is yet. I mean, I mean, I've only been at this full time for a month, but like <laughs> being for me, that's 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 you know why it was making such a life changing decision of like I feel like I feel like it's I'm pulled towards it. I feel like it's you know I don't know if it's the universe or God or what it is. It just feels like something that I have to do. Yeah. I just feel like pulled. Like, whatever it means, just try Dude, to, to figure it. it out. Follow it. You know, I um, when I made the decision to move home because my mom was sick, it felt like I was pulled to do it. And it was, 
a gift given to me from something. I can't explain the feeling. I just knew that I had to do this. And it was the hardest decision I think I've ever made, or one of the hardest ones. I was I loved my life where I was. And moving home, someone said to me along the way, you're going to be rewarded for this in ways you can't even imagine. You're doing the right thing. It's all going to happen. And then two months later, I got this job, and I'm set on the course that I'm supposed to be on for the rest of my life. So it's something that I, this is like a dream job. It's it's opening all of the doors and opportunity. And yeah. I think the same thing for you. Like, you're just getting going. Are you kidding me? And if anything, like, I mean, I want to say this to you. If there's, regardless of how many of your words or, or what people feel, I, I would just, if even if someone's not paying attention, your will to dip your will to go so far beyond yourself and work as hard as you possibly can to help someone to produce I mean I think feel, feel like what you're doing is producing is this making sense is so admirable oh, and if you. anything your will is incredibly encouraging like I we were we're co well we were co-workers you know and I didn't listen to every single podcast don't hate me oh dude there's like almost 500 so I know no right <laughs> and so but I would hear him I would hear him here and there and every time I was like this is amazing but it's your hustle watching it change you and everything like um is absolutely amazing thanks and like how was there a moment along this journey this past year of when you knew like I have to do this I have to quit um, well, and it's like, it didn't even come in to me even saying that I quit. It was, it was, I don't know. It's, it's been a weird year because it's like, um, you know, it, and for me too, not owning the podcast, it's this thing that's my heart and I love it, but yeah. it's not mine. And like, there's things I want to do with it, but I can't because it's not my decision to make. Mm. And so there's things like that, that kind of like played into the decision. Also just, you know, the state of the radio industry, also what, what I want and what's fulfilling to me. And it was just like these just, you know, storms in my head of like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm scared. It's so scared of like, I don't know what the right decision is to do. Um, and it was just, you know, that on repeat for a while. And then I'd say the thing that, because I've had friends for a while that are entrepreneurs that are like, dude, they're like, you, you behave like an entrepreneur. Like this yeah, is, dude. you're more meant for this than you think. Cause for mm -hmm. me, I'm like, I've never done sales. I've never been a business person. I have all I know how to do is be a radio DJ. You know what I mean? Of like, that's, yeah. I mean, I don't have a college degree of like, <laughs> that's, that yeah, means nothing. I know, but it's, it's so much in your own confidence in your yeah. own head of like, I, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And so, but I've had so many friends that are entrepreneurs are like, you just got to jump. You just got to, you just got to go. You're never going to know unless you do it. Mm -hmm. And so there, there's all of that. And, you know, I, I have found through doing this podcast just this incredible support system and all of these amazing people that I've, I've been able to meet in the Cincinnati community because of this podcast, of seeing how many amazing people are out there crushing. I've always been such a huge supporter of local business and small business. And that's how I've met a lot of these people of just like, and I admire them so much in the hustle and how hard they work and put their own passion from whether they're making croissants or they're teaching fitness classes. You know, it's just, I think it's amazing. And it's, and it's again, putting yourself in a circle of people that you admire and you aspire yeah. to be and you and you can learn from. Yeah. And it's like, that just feels, I feel so drawn to that. I have so much to learn from these people. I admire mm -hmm. them so much. And 
So all of those things, I'd say that it kind of came to a head when uh, I went to Banff last year. So my friend Nikki, who owns Explorer Chick, which is adventure travel for women, and we've been friends for years. She was one of my first friends in Cincinnati, and I've watched her take this business and just crush. Yeah. And like just from where she was delivering pizzas or roses on the side to try to, to make it happen to having this. Uh, she has a team of women now that she employs and they are just globe setter like trotters and she's, you know, doing Patagonia trips. She's in the Dominican Republic right now. Like yeah. and it's just so cool. And I got to do one of her trips, um, which I've done her smaller stuff, but never this big one. And I was there with her and this group of 10 other women from all over the country, all different backgrounds. And to just kind of be with these women and hear their backstories and, and again, that connection, that community. Yeah. I've never met these women and I'm comfortable with them. We're sharing deeply personal stories of like, you know, about our people that have passed away in our lives and how we deal with that and like food issues and like, you know, where I'm at this crossroads in my life and I don't know what to do. And like, and just uh, having these conversations with this group of, of women and talking through that and seeing what they've been through and where they're at in their lives of like, you only get this one life. Like, I, I just like I, I and then not only feeling that this is crazy too, it's stuff where it feels like kismet that going through those feelings. And that I happened to meet while I was in Banff, a woman that's from Washington, D.C., that it, it was a poundless listener who's lost 60 pounds with listening to my podcast mm-hmm. And like she like listened to like over 200 episodes and we just randomly met on a mountain in Canada. Yeah. And it's like that was amazing. Ooh, I, chill. I know. Right. And so like that was like blew me away that that felt unreal. Like it felt staged and it wasn't. It was crazy. And then even for me humming back and forth on this stuff uh, on the flight back from Calgary to Cincinnati, I sat next to this woman and I don't I never talked to people on planes ever. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm super introverted. And so, like, I will, but it's like I don't want to hang out with a person on a plane unless they're, like, really chatting me up. I'm not going to initiate the conversation. And yeah, unless she, they're DTF. Yeah, right. And so I can't remember how it came up. And I, I, God, I, I wish I could remember it clearer now. But she was just, like, she said something like she was there. Um, Like, I forgot how it even came Like, she was leaving Calgary. Like, she was just, like, there on, like, some wellness retreat. And I'm like, I... Picture it. I was sitting next to the window. She was in the middle of the seat, and I'm like, I have a choice right now. Engage her and ask her more or just put on my headphones and look out the window. I'm like, I'm going to ask her. Wellness retreat. That's my jam. Like, why not engage her? And I did, and we and we talked the entire flight. And she is a photographer, but she had, like, a desk job, and she's like, I'm – Going back and forth of like, do I want to quit my job and really jump all in a photography? And, you know, I get to do these cool trips a couple times a year, but I have to use all my vacation time. And like, you know, and she was like, I just don't know. But I'm at this crossroads. And I'm like, oh, my God, me too. Where yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I should jump forward. We're explaining each other's thing. And it's both of us are just like, you should jump. You should go yeah. for it. Like YOLO, right? Mm-hmm. Like do this. And so when I got home, it was like, Yeah. I'm going to do that. I mean, that was in August. And then, um, like, even Josh, my trainer at the gym, is like, I have never seen you just have a clear decision. Like, you've been so humming and hawing, I don't know what to do. And, like, to be like, no, this is the right choice. And, all right, armor up. Like, I've made this decision. We're going to stick with it. And then, like, then that that process is, is hard. Yeah. Of, you know, telling all these people in your world that – 
you know, and you're feeling that you're letting people down and disappointing them. And what if you are doing the wrong thing? And what if you do it and you screw up and everybody makes fun of you? And I told you so. And, you know, that you are giving up a steady paycheck and you now you don't have money. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's really, really, really scary. Yeah. Well, and, and you were in radio for 20 years. Yeah. So you did. And now. No, and now that's gone. Yeah, so it, I mean, it's not fully gone. I mean, it's. I mean, it, what's awesome is about like with my relationship with B105. It's it's not bad blood. It's like it's we understand yeah. it's you're following something that is calling to you, and everybody's been great. And so it's just kind of like, well, how can we work together? It's not like they're like, get out of here, and it's not like, oh God, get me out of here. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's it's the best possible way that things could happen because I mean I've been in radio a long time I've been fired a couple of times I've been fired in the middle of a show before <laughs> and been through so many sales and see people get that are incredibly talented just get fired for no reason just because it's a budget cut and everything else yeah. and so it's like you know I'm I'm happy that I got to leave on my own terms um under you know because of what I want to do not because I found myself out on the street and I'm just scrambling to figure things out so it's I feel like, I mean, and I'm not even saying I won't ever be on the radio again. Like, a, who knows what's ever going to happen? And it's always going to, like, live in me, like, yeah. forever. Like, there's no way that I can't sift through the news and see something. I'll see a meme and send it to people here and be like, this seems like something you should post. Like, I just did that to Holly and Shannon the other day. I'm like, I saw this. It made me think of you. Maybe you guys can use it on Facebook. Like, I just, like, can't turn off, yeah. like, the radio show prep brain. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's, but it's, yeah, it's been crazy. It's, it's. I mean, I asked for growth and I am definitely getting it. Like I'm just learning, I'm learning like having an accountant and doing QuickBooks and how to put together an email campaign and doing like the back ends of websites and having a designer and um, how do I sell things and how do I put together invoices? And, you know, it's just like, and I've never sold anything before. I'm just used to giving away everything I do for free. So now yeah. it's uh, kind of like, okay, now how do I shift gears? Cause I'm like, I can't. I got to keep money. my lights on, you know what yeah. I mean? So, but I'm like, I don't want to ask for something that's out of control. So how do I balance that to something that I feel is useful for other people that's worthy of spending money on? Um, but also having this balance of just like not turning into like gross salesperson of just buy my junk. Well, that would so, never happen anyway. Yeah. So it's like, that's a big transition for me. And even like my friends that do sales and stuff and especially radio sales are like, yeah, you're going to have a really hard time because they're like, it's hard to ask people for money. Are you and having a hard time? I am. It's because it, it's 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 awkward because because I do so much stuff for free, but it yeah. it wears me down. It like completely drains my battery and it's like I just want to help, but at the same time like I have to help myself too. So yeah. it's like, you know, that's why I still want to do so much so many the podcast is completely free. That's, you know, that's something I think is very valuable and a good resource for people. And it's five days a week, so it's daily motivation. So it's like, you know, then that's a lot, and that that's free. So I feel like, you know, if you could throw 30 bones my way for this cookbook, which is also useful <laughs> so I can keep my lights on, that, you know, it's still just hard to be, like, used to doing, here's the podcast, here's me answering all your questions, here's this recipe, everything's free, 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 to switch gears and be like, yeah can you know oh well, can I have some of your money now I don't know it's just it's an awkward transition for me are you feeling empowered by doing all of these new things because you said earlier how 
you know, for instance, not having a college degree was mentally, yeah. you felt holding you back. Do you feel like that still exists with having to be the boss? For sure. I mean, I'd say that, I'd say every day is different and it's kind of like all over the map. Yeah. That sometimes I have to force myself to be like, look at everything you did. Like not only just with my own weight loss journey. Yeah. Of just like everything that I've accomplished in radio, everything that I've done just in the past couple of years. Because it's then I'll get too wrapped up of like, you're not doing this right. You don't know how to run a business. You don't know the correct social media strategy. Ooh, All these yeah. other people are doing this and this is how it's successful. And you're not doing what success looks like. Yeah. And it's just this spiral spin of crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like knowing to be like, put the brakes on it. Stop. Be like, OK, no, come from a place of gratitude. Like, yeah. I'm so incredibly grateful that anybody gives a crap about what I have to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of That even just one person wants to listen or is interested in buying a cookbook like it has to go from there and not this like oh my god this you you have to do all this and just like getting felt feeling like the wave is coming over me of so many things to do and am I doing it right and then this pressure of like you know I of freaking out about the future yeah it's I'm trying to spend more time being present in the moment and enjoying like each thing as it happens Mm -hmm. and being grateful for it and you know not feeling like that imposter syndrome like I don't belong here so it's um yeah and like from every other like entrepreneur that I've talked to and I've talked to a lot like every single one of them are like none of us have idea what we're doing like no we don't know and so like to me that makes me feel better like oh it's not just me and and it's also too where I'm like I've had to like calm myself because everything that's seems crazy or overwhelming is all in my own head it's mm-hmm. all my own doing mm-hmm. and it's just because I'm an overachiever I want an a plus in everything I'm a workaholic and I will work from the second I wake up till the second I fall asleep unless I put parameters and boundaries on myself Ooh, yeah, and being my own tough. boss is really hard because yeah. it's like you're the only person in charge and I don't have any employees or anything like that so it's like all on me and um so it's it's trying to like just focus on one thing at a time and and trying to build self-care like real self-care yeah. and knowing what my version of self-care is like mm-hmm. my version of self-care is like for me being a natural introvert like I have to unplug like I just need to be away from people and it's not because I don't like people or I'm a bitch or anything like that it's just like that's how I recharge mm-hmm. is I need to just get away and quiet put the damn phone away yeah dude do you feel guilty um unplugging and taking I do well I I feel like it's almost kind of like and I know it's stupid because I know like intellectually I know better Mm -hmm. it's like it's you feel like oh well you're gonna lose everything it's kind of like being going on a weight loss journey of like the moment I eat a cheeseburger I'm gonna gain all my weight back yeah it's like the oh well the moment I I let go it's all gonna slip away and nobody's gonna care if you're not if you're not if you're not doing things all the time if you're not giving things to people they won't care about you anymore and they'll go away Mm. You mentioned giving and also that somebody said earlier, um, you mentioned earlier that someone said like, oh, it must be that like your job must be really feeding your ego. And what I think is so great about you and people who do make the leap in entrepreneurs and um, we're just like dreamers who make their dream come true. Is that what I feel like what people don't realize, maybe they are realizing more now is would you agree with this? That like the more you fill yourself up and the more you do things that bring you joy the more joy you're going to bring everybody else around you oh, for and, sure. and in your periphery. And so you are, and by doing so, like it's a bold move to be, to say like, I 
I feel like joy is a really key component here. Like if you're not enjoying it, it's going to suck. Yeah, for sure. And then that energy is going to go out into the world that like this sucks. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, totally. And so by you really, really serving yourself and completely changing your life. And like you're also, you're crazy because you're doing all of these things that like you don't like to do that you're really scared to do every single day, Amanda. Every yeah. day. Yeah. You're facing that fear. And, and it seems like, and like, and you're just doing it. And that is like you're serving so many people. Oh, thanks. I mean, that's, that's the goal. And that's just like, I mean, because I know for me, specifically like with weight loss and like healthy living and stuff like that like it's it's so hard yeah i think that anybody that sells you this line online that it's easy like then they're liar no. they've never lived through it oh my god and that's such bs and so yes. you know to i think have a reasonable voice in the room being like this sucks and i know it sucks sometimes but we can get through it and we'll figure it out yeah and have somebody that's like i got you you know like i mean that's why i'm like Email me anytime, DM me, whatever. Like, I'm like, if somebody, like, just needs somebody to listen. Yeah. And you're you know. so good at responding to on the dot. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, that's, I mean, that's just like my crazy too. And I'm like, oh, uh, I've had a lot of like people that are like on social media, like, you respond to everybody. Like, yeah, they're like, why? And I'm like, because they take the time out of their day to ask, yeah. to, to talk to me. Like, I feel like whenever I write to somebody that I follow and they never write me back, I'm like, that sucks. You. Yeah. I know. I feel like sometimes I forget because I'll like check something while I'm on air and then mean to go back to it. And I just am oh, the I do flightiest person. Yeah, I and I just, too. I legitimately forget. But also, it's because you make time for the things you really care about. The, I, the, the notion of I don't have enough time, I'm so busy, to me doesn't exist. Because if you really cared, you you'd say yes and you'd do it. If you didn't care, then you're that's why you're yeah. not doing it. Well, and even some of the things that like I care, so I got I mean, I got a ton of stuff going on, but one of the reasons I chose this cuz I really wanted to get certified in personal training and there was just there was no time. Yeah. Like there was literally no time when I was working. God, I feel the same way with yoga and pilates. It's like I don't have enough time to go get certified. That's all I want to do. Yeah, right? So it's like yeah. for me, it was working at the radio station, doing the podcast, doing everything else, working on my own personal health and wellness. Like there was just literally no time left in the day. And, like, um, I did a podcast interview, and she made a point that really resonated with me. Um, it was Carly Pollock uh, was my interview. And she said, you know, to even do this, do, do it every day if you have to. Or you write down your top three values in life, and then you write down the top three ways you spend your time. And if they don't match up, then you need to reevaluate how you go about your life. Whoa. Right? And so I was like, yeah, I put health and fitness at number one priority mm -hmm. is definitely not where I'm spending most of my time right now. Yeah, And it's like, you know, I put on my list, be certified. I want these things for myself and so I can help other people. And it just keeps not, I've owned the damn books to be for my certification for almost two years. And I'm like, are they going to sit there forever? Or am I going to finally do something about it? What do mm -hmm. I have to do to do something about it? So, and even now I, I'm changing my certification. I'm going to go through NASM and I'm going to be doing a weight loss. I'm going to be a weight loss specialist because even like for me sitting down with Josh, who's at my gym at Cincy 360 fitness. Cause he's like, he's going to help me become a trainer. He's like, let's think about your priorities here. He's like, what do you, what do you want? What do you really want? And I'm like, I want to help people lose weight. I want to help people on their weight loss journey. He's like, well, then you should get a certification that deals with that. You're not looking to help somebody become a bodybuilder. I'm not looking to help somebody who's an athlete. Like, those things are great, 
but that's not what my angle is. Like I know weight loss. I've been obese for most of my life. I can relate to that. I've been on this journey and continue to live it. That's the people I want to, that I can serve. And so he's like, so let's find you a certification that speaks to that. Wow. And what so, a good person to have in your corner. I know. Right. So yes. we found this certification and happened to be on sale. So I bought it and I've had it for like two weeks now. And I'm like, every day I'm like, oh, I got it. And I haven't found time for it. So I'm like, here we mm. go again. Nope. Mm-hmm. So I made on purpose. I've been front loading all of my podcasts and then I'm taking next week, I put these huge time blocks in every single day to work on that certification. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to schedule anything around them. That's me time. That is what I want. This is important to me. And it's about time that I schedule that for myself. And I'm finding that that's what I have to do for like even me and my self-care and to take those times off. Like I have to put myself in my calendar. Yeah. And that might be like crazy type A, but it's like if that's what works, that's what I have to do. Because if I don't and that time is just open, Mm -hmm. I will fill it with somebody else. Yeah, I will. I won't say no if I see that I'm actually available. And so I'm like, I can't keep doing that because (laughs) I'm flaming out. And um, I did a really great podcast um, a couple weeks ago with uh, Dr. Ashley Solomon about burnout. I was just going to ask you about burnout. Let's talk about burnout for a little bit here. I could talk for hours. I was just saying to Rachel yesterday, I started to get really burnt out um, in, I think I probably told you about this, in um, in the fall. And I started having panic attacks, like legit panic attacks that I always kind of thought were BS that I'd always hear about. It was just like, people are just, they're fine, you know? Yeah. But it was, no, out of nowhere, just having these crazy overload panic attacks just completely burn out and your brain just feels fried as john said once like he's like you're a floating potato (laughs) and it's so true yeah (laughs) just like a floating white potato just (laughs) that's what it feels like at least it does for me for sure well mine my burnout has definitely gone into not panic attacks but into depression yeah um and oh, I got that too. It's yeah, like a, yeah, it's yeah, a heavy yeah. combo, heavy combo. Yeah, right. And so, yeah. like me talking, like it was helpful. And through this conversation, I am also going to go into therapy. So, mm-hmm. um, she made some recommendations for me because I absolutely, I think everybody could use therapy. Oh my therapy god, do every, it, hundred percent. Okay, I go to three different therapists. One is like a body work, you know, the body worker, you know, Lynn Linthal. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and so many other ones, and there are so many other ones. If you guys. Um, that like if you can Google ones that will like massage you at the same time or like do that type of stuff. Therapy is the tits. Yeah. So and I'm a huge proponent for it as well. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of like actually like get some like real therapy. But like from talking to her, this conversation and again it's just like knowing yourself more and where I was talking about like my level of burnout where it's like Again, like trying to be everything for everybody, mm-hmm. which I feel like is totally not to be like play the the gender card, but like so many women do that. Oh my god! And for so, sure. and it's you know just being through this massive levels of change, and going through and just working myself. Like it's just like there was just days going through all this where I would just sit there and just cry. And my husband was like, "Mike's like, what are you crying about?" I'm like, "I don't know." Like I just couldn't just sit there and just stare and just cry. And I'm like. Like, this is, like, the, on my meal prep Sunday where I'm silly yeah. and using tiny hands and crazy. Like, I would, like, be done doing that and then just sit there and just stare at the wall and cry. And because just like, you know, Amanda, the most broken ones are the best person. Oh, I've heard that, right? <laughs> um, 
It's a joke. It's an inside yeah. joke. I mean, there's truth <laughs> to it, but it's also a joke. No, it's true. I mean, you got to be like some have some level of trauma in your life. I feel like to, <laughs> yeah, so to have like, multiple perspectives. Yeah, Hello. Dude, so. Dude. I got lots of all sorts of crap and going on for me. That's like you do. that's why I'm funny. True story. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm a comedian, I get it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's like going through that, and it's just kind of like you can be outside of yourself and be like, "What am I like? I can't stop it." It's like almost like when you're on your period and you feel nuts, and there's just like uh. I can you're floating outside your body, and you're like, "Girl, you've been crazy," yes. and you just like can't stop. You just like cannot control it. Yeah. And it just feels like with this burnout, like it just feels like just exhaustion. It's like I feel like every day, like my battery's at completely zero and I can get it up to like 2%. Mm-hmm. And it's like I can't get it above that. It's like I know what I should do. Like really, it's like, hey, I could probably spend two weeks being on a desert island and throw my phone into the damn ocean and just have that out. But it's like, that is that a real world solution? Can everybody just like leave their job and like really turn off the world? Have you got kids and pets and responsibilities? And it's like, so how do you find this space where you can truly recharge? And it was great doing this podcast where, you know, she's talking about how she went through burnout as well as a therapist and how, you know, it takes at least six months to dig yourself out of it. We're and screwed. Right? We're screwed. Right? And so it's just kind of like, it, it's scary, but it's also refreshing to me of like, where it almost feels like you're like, oh, I'm alone in like how underwater I feel. Yeah. And what's sad is that all of us are feeling that to some sort of degree in today's world. And so it's like, but just nobody's openly talking about it. Like, yeah. it's all like, hey, look at my success. Like, look how hot I look in this Instagram photo. And in Filter my life. life yeah my life is great isn't it oh but like hey i'm staring at the wall and crying afterwards <laughs> you know what i mean like my god i'm yes. like being honest about it like it's you know it's yeah it i is feel like boring. that's more helpful to me like every single conference and everything i've ever been to the people that spoke that were the most helpful for me were talking about their failures like talking yeah. about what didn't work for them what sucked how freaking hard it was like, to me, that speaks to me of, like, that's helping me. You telling me how awesome you are is not doing a damn thing for me. Yeah. And so, you know, I feel like that's, for me, kind of dealing with, with burnout. It's, again, like, scheduling that time for myself, knowing what's actually helps dig me out of it, really focusing on what actually makes me feel good, not what I think makes me feel good. What do you like to do to recover and heal? Just be by myself. Yeah? What do you do in that time? I like to hike by myself. Mm. I like to just go for long walks. Mm -hmm. I like just walking and listening to my favorite podcast of, I just want to listen to music. I want to listen to my podcast. I just want to be myself. Mm -hmm. I want to go for a long walk, preferably in the woods if I can. Um, Yeah. I I think it's just like, and I, I don't know if that seems sad or not, just like, Alone time. So I'd say that's a big one, and that's one I can control. But also, and I think this one's harder to control, and this one I feel like I'm lacking a lot of, is just, like, having that, like, being with a group of friends where you, like, laugh till you cry. Yes. You know, like, you just have yeah. an awesome time, and you don't give a damn about what you got to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just, like, <laughs> doing your thing, and you're just having fun. You're only wearing your bra to Queen City Radio. <laughs> 
<laughs> guilty as charged. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, I feel like I, I feel like I need more of that. Like I just need yeah. like more time with like friends. Like I'm, especially like in this, it's like oh, yeah. so wrapped up into work. Every, I mean, this was when I was at the radio station too. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize this if you, you've, you've never worked in radio or media, like it's your whole entire life. It's your life. It's your, it is literally every part of everything you do comes back to, are you putting it on the air? Are you making a video out of it? How is this content? Oh, so I it's struggle like, with that every single day. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, so like to really, truly turning off that of like just having a moment where you're like with your friends and screwing around and like me and Mike, my husband were talking about this last night where we're just kind of like, we're both like in this just work. It's just work all the time. Like everything I'm doing is work, 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 work. I mean, it's fulfilling, but it's also just work and everything yeah. that he does is work. And so whenever we finally meet at the end of the day, it's just unloading all this work crap on each other. Well, just leaning on each other to like <sighs> be my brace. And so we're like, and I even told him, like, I was just thinking the other day of like, I was going to suggest like, we should just do something fun. Like get out of this rut, this routine. I'm like, let's just go bowling. Like whatever, let's do something yeah. stupid. Let's just go bowling. But I'm like, I knew you'd say no, like, no, I got to get up early tomorrow. And like, and I'm like, so I didn't even bring it up because then it would have, hurt my feelings that you would have said no even though I already knew it was again it's all that just dumb crap and so we were talking about that last night of like I'm like like why don't we just like just do something fun like like we bought this like we bought it bought it like I saw it's so funny I saw it at Walgreens it was on sale for like a dollar and I took a picture of it put on Instagram but didn't actually buy it and then he he is he doesn't follow me on Instagram he completely separately saw it at Walgreens for a dollar and bought it (laughs) is this breakfast club puzzle (laughs) and I'm like so it's been sitting on our dining room table and I'm like why don't we just get like a bottle of wine and put together this stupid puzzle like why like why can't we just like instead of just being so in our own heads like I'm like yeah why why don't we invite friends over like why don't we invite like Natalie and Ray or something like and just like just have like a puzzle night. Like just like I think that's a part that's missing for me that is self-care. Yeah. Just like hanging out with friends. Like I don't have like I'm not part of like, a, you know, a sports crew. I'm not on like a kickball league or anything like that. I don't mm-hmm. have like this crew. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> but I'm missing again that community and that connection mm-hmm. of like I feel like that's a, a missing component of self-care and to dig out of burnout as to have this like my brain is off. Like I'm mm-hmm. even looking into doing a pottery class. Well, and just in some, like your brain is off, but you want to be, you want, you want to be filled up effortless, effortless. Yeah. Like I don't want to worry. I don't want to think about the future. I just want to think, be in the moment yeah. and laugh and have fun. I, um, I have had this conversation with us. So I used to, you know, I used to live in Telluride and, um, Colorado and it's a super small town and everyone is like-minded and it's hard to live there. So the people who choose to live there, you just automatically have a lot in common with yeah. strangers, you know? And um, so many of my friends, like hard, well, so many of us don't live there anymore. And we were recently at a wedding, and all of us were in California, and no one lived in Telluride anymore. And we were all like, "How you doing?" And what you said, we all said the same thing. We were like, "I just like don't have any friends." Like in Telluride, I was used to doing everything. You go to the coffee shop, you know everybody. Yeah. You go skiing every day. You go hiking. You know everybody, and everybody genuinely cares. There are potlucks three nights a week. You go to shows with your friends all the time. You're always with like-minded friends who are just your friends. They're not your family. There's no obligation. You are all choosing to be around each other. And there's something so special in that. And when you remove it, it sucks. There's a huge hole. And then you realize how much that really, really means to you. That you're choosing to do something that just 
again brings you joy yeah that's my theme for 2020 my my um what is it the, my power word is joy nice i'm doing things that just bring me joy for no reason that i don't have to do that make me feel fulfilled or like um you know some huge accomplishment maybe that would bring me joy but just effortless joy i don't know if that exists but just joy in general i love it yeah what was your word for last year did you have one yes it was elevate Ooh. do you feel like you accomplished it Yes, begrudgingly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just by sheer um, default, I did, yes. Well, my whole goal last year was to elevate through rest, and it was not very restful, if anything. I told you I got really burned out, started having panic attacks. Uh But I did elevate um, where I am, like, mentally, and I feel like I've become the person that I've kind of always wanted to be. That's awesome. Yeah, which That's is so good. Which is really cool. Like yeah. somehow along last year was a rough year. I would say eighteen and nineteen were two I thought seventeen was hard and then eighteen got harder and then nineteen got harder. And that's life. Yeah. And you gotta elevate and rise up. And like, can I just share this with you? I had yeah. a huge moment this morning in this yoga class I went to with my good friend Laura. We um so something as stupid as this means so much to me is I've always hated my hands. And, you know, like Tori, like everyone always have man hands and everyone always comments on my hands. I have made it a joke. Okay. How I have, I have never noticed your hands before. Burly man hands. Okay. And today for the first time ever, I looked at them while I was doing like um, a cat cow. I was like, look how gorgeous my hands are. Aw. Like, whoa. Oh my God. That's a damn sexy hand. Fuck. <laughs> Put it all over this body. Yeah, I'm going to smear it all over the oh, place. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, oh my God, I love my hand. And like, that was a huge deal for me. So, you know, and I was That's like, awesome. I never liked him, but like, now I do. Yay, me. <laughs> I elevated. Joy. Ah. That's awesome. Yeah, but, but it was because like I had that moment, it was because I chose to go to this yoga class with a friend that I really love. And I've never been to anything like that. I do a lot of yoga, but not this is a, uh, a type I've never done before. I actually don't even know what it's called. And it was, I took my morning off of doing rigorous exercise and um, I pushed back our podcast today so I could go to this yoga class with my friend who I really love. Yeah. And I had like a good breakthrough because of self-care. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yay. It was good. Yeah, it's just, well, for me, I mean, cause, well, if you want to play off the words of the year last year, my, my word was freedom. And nice. I know, so it's uh, that I felt like I achieved that. And yeah. I, was, I wore a necklace all year. That um, I got from Soul Coo, that I just I found in this little shop in Clifton, and mm-hmm. my favorite song was playing in the store, and I'm like, I love I'm moments to, like that. I know, I'm like supposed Woo. to get this necklace, Woo it up. right? Yes. And so I um I I told myself I would wear the necklace until I felt free, and so um you're not wearing it today. I'm not wearing it today. I'm wearing my new one today that they sent me, which was super cool. Awesome. Um, because I wrote them, I'm like, hey, I just want to let you know that like. I wore that like here's pictures of me climbing a volcano in this necklace and yeah. here's me um you know I did tween week on my podcast where I interviewed 10 and 11 year old girls about body image I'm like here's me recording this podcast with young women wearing my freedom necklace like all of these and for me too to look back on what I 2019 was a very hard year for me in a lot of ways and to look back of like as I was sending this company that again, I'm not it's not an ad I'm not affiliated with them that I just want to let them know like hey sometimes your little necklace has a big impact on somebody's life 
of like looking at all these things that I wore this necklace to that I spoke at um, podcast movement, which was a goal of mine. And I'm wearing the necklace and I, you know, uh, hiked the sand dunes in Colorado and did a podcast live at the top because I tried doing it when I was overweight and I gave up, but I made it this time and I'm wearing the necklace and like mm-hmm. all of these things. I'm like, look at everything, all these good things in 2019. And I've been so focused on like how hard it is yeah. and, you know, letting people and things get to me of like, I did some badass stuff. So, yes, um, you did. So it was, yes, 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 that yes, was, you did. that and was you still crazy. And so like for me thinking of like, well, what do I want my word for 2020 to be? And the first thing that popped in my mind was create. So my word for the year is create. And like, that's just, I feel like so much of me and I'm like, I'm in transition now as a hard time letting it go where it's just run, 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 hustle, 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 work, work, work. Mm-hmm. Instead of, Letting my brain, because I mean, I love brainstorming. I love coming up with ideas. I love being creative. Mm-hmm. Like, not just for me. Like, I love, like, just if I came up with you and John, like, I just love giving you guys, like, show ideas. Like, I yes. think it's so fun to just, like, create and do those things. Agree, like, it yes. doesn't have to be for me and my stuff. So it's like, I feel like I'm so out of that space. I don't feel creative. I've just felt burnt out. And yeah. I've just felt like everything is just hustle and move and work. It doesn't feel fun and creative. So for me, it's to try to find that space where I can create, of like just be colorful and paint and mm-hmm. like, you know, metaphorically, not like really. And then, um, but it's like, and also just, you know, where I got talked about like creating connections and communities and what can I create on a bigger sense of like, okay, I gave myself this freedom. I set myself free in this way. So where am I going to let my wings take me here? Like, I'd, like I can, I have room to spread out. Where am I going to spread to? What can I create with it now that I don't feel shackled down? So, um, yeah, I, I find like the word of the year thing to be helpful. Like yeah. I like when it's like coming, when it all comes back to like, Oh, well, is this serving what my goals mm-hmm. were for the year? What have you learned? What is one of the most, the first thing that pops to your mind when I ask you what you've learned through this whole process? strength um of just like so. yeah so it's just for me for all of this is just really standing up for myself i will say through this entire process of me thinking about what i want to do with my life you know just just brainstorming for myself what do i want to do and then going through the motions of making things happen and making connections and trying to build my own business and leave a job and go through negotiations yeah. and all this stuff through the, through all of it. I have constantly told myself through, through all of it that I'm like, you know, be my own hero. Like what, like for like Amanda at 37 and Amanda at 16, like what if I took a time machine 10 years ago, what choice would I make that it would make me proud where I'm like, that's a bad bitch. Yeah. Like that chick's cool. That's who I want to be. And like, for me thinking about that, like even just going back to, you know, just all the times through my whole radio career of, you know, me being where I was of like, take this road and continue to do your radio show. Mm-hmm. You've been made a good offer to stay and everybody, you're in such a good place. You work for a great company. You work for great people. Like it's the best, it's the best. It's literally the best radio station I've ever worked at. Mm-hmm. It's a great situation to be in. Be that, or take this route of trying to do your podcast and see, just see what happens. Like, just see what happens. Of like, what would, like Amanda that was doing a morning show in Rochester, New York, when I was on ninety eight PXY, 
what would that version of Amanda say? What would a version of Amanda that was doing the morning show on classic hits 99.1 WXLS in Champaign, <laughs> Illinois say? What would Amanda that was doing mornings on Q100.3 in Oregon say? Like all these different, I'm trying to envision every version of myself. Mm-hmm. And if I could just go back and sit with that version of me, what would make me proud? Choosing to stay or taking the risk? And for me, like thinking about all these conversations with older versions of myself and every single one of them, I'd be like, take the risk. Take it. And like they'd be, I'd, I'd be like, you know, what's down that road. Yeah, dude. And for everything I told you, it's like my life feels like one foot of my own ass of like, just go see what happens. And so yeah. for that, where it's been really scary and questioning myself, it's like, well, be who is your own hero? Like be the hero that you'd want to be. And like, especially me growing up where it's like overweight. Bad hair, jacked up teeth, trailer park kid. Like, who's that person's hero? And like, what choices can I make now that makes that version of myself myself proud? Not just like the people around me now and like, oh, I want people to look at me and be like, oh man, she's just killing it or whatever. I'm not trying to impress the people around me. I'm trying to impress myself did at you have, every age. Did you have a role model when you were a kid? No. <laughs> I think you could be your own role yeah, model so now. Was like, yeah. yeah, so I, I didn't, and I was asked that question. I was, like, I'm part of this women's empowerment panel a year ago, and that was a question that was asked of, like, who's your role model? And all these other women on this panel are like, my mom is my role model, and naming, like, these, you know, like, their coaches and stuff, and I was just kind of like, you know what? I'm like, you know, I, I feel, like, bad. Like, I feel like I should, and I, and I don't, but I'm like, you know, I feel like because I feel like not role model way, but if, of seeing things of like knowing what I don't want to be, mm-hmm. of like being around people and seeing things of like, you know, what? I don't want my cars to be repossessed and I don't want to be like live this life. And like, I feel like I've I've learned a lot of things I've learned by being in situations of knowing what I don't want. And oh, how to too, how yeah. to change it around. So it's like it's this opposite weirdo version. But I, I feel like there's this pressure societally in society that you're supposed to have like a mentor and like and I think it's amazing. You know, but I feel like that if you don't, I feel like that's OK, too. And it's kind of like like even now, like thinking about, you know, you know, I think the easy answer for people is to be like Oprah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And I love Oprah. But it's like, like, is there somebody that I'm like? modeling my success after and there's like no there's bits and pieces of everybody like I love Oprah and I love Brene Brown and I think Rachel Hollis does cool stuff Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's like all these like amazing empowering badass women to learn from but there's not one of them where I'm like I wish I had their life um you know I wish that I had like a team of people and somebody to clean my house for me that'd be pretty badass but it's like you know and that's just my own method and that's not good or bad Mm -hmm. but I, I just feel like and that's, you know, I, and that's why I love like organizations like Girls on the Run that offer like mentorships and yeah. people that like that can give young ver- girls somebody, you know, to have a, a mentor or somebody they're inspired by because not everybody has it. Yeah. Sorry, that was a really long answer. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next? 
Um, right now I'm just trying to like focus on day to day. I mean, I got a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I got the, the, pa- the podcast, so pound this, which is five days a week, which is masochistic. And then <laughs> I've got the, my, my first seasoning is out with the frying pig seasoning. Yes, guys. it is. My bite this bagel seasoning. And we're working on seasoning number two right now. Ooh. And, any spoilers you can give for that? Um, uh, it's going to be stimulating. Okay. You're such a freak. <laughs> and, I, and so uh, the seasoning's out. Um, got my own coffee with Coffee Emporium. Yes. So that's coming out. My uh, my e-cookbook, which is 16 recipes, all with videos. So all with full cool. videos showing you how to walk you through everything. And that's available now. So yep. spices, yes. Um, that, I have my trip to Moab with Explorer Chick. So it's nice. meal prepping, off-roading, and hiking and April 16th through 19th. Again, the creating connection and community. That's Coachella weekend. Are you kidding me? Oh, is it? How can, no, I have no idea. It used to, honestly, I know that it used to be. But oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't do festivals, man. That's right. too many people for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Coachella is so much fun. So there's that. And then I'm also working on that certification um, to become certified. And then I'm going to take on a few clients at the gym. Damn. I know. So right now it's just kind of like, uh, like let's just. I've got all these things and I'm just right now it's kind of the taking the temperature and see what really what moves the needle for people like what people respond to what's helpful I do a newsletter letter every week and I love your newsletters by oh the thank way. you yeah. oh it took me a thousand years to learn how to do that oh, like the God. first one I'm like oh it's an email dad it took me 10 hours to yeah, put the first no. one together I'm like oh it's like Sending an invoice took me six hours to learn how to do it. Yeah, you know? right. I like, just can't. <laughs> so like for now it's just kind of like I'm trying to just learn myself learn this new life I mean I'm only a month in so it's like figuring out a new schedule um I really want to focus on my own health and fitness which I feel has mm-hmm. definitely hit a back burner like it's yeah. been so much mental and stress and stress is definitely like jacked up my body yeah like stress like I just feel like I'm in pain all the time and I yeah. know it's a lot of mental crap and mm-hmm. kind of sorting through my own stuff um while also just trying to to build this new thing so just i guess balance just moving forward i'm just going to try to be more balanced are you happier today than you were a year ago today definitely yeah definitely and what's what's crazy is just because you know i'm doing all these podcast interviews and i'm running around and meeting all these people but it's like it's not like so but i haven't been to the radio station where people would see me every single day so everybody mm-hmm. that does see me now nobody sees me on a daily basis anymore yeah. And just being back here to record this podcast, and multiple people tell me, they're like, you just look so happy. You do, girl. You just look happy and you relaxed. You are just, there's something about you that has changed. <laughs> it's well, beautiful so to see. That's cool because, to me, like, you look I don't like a see different it. person. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's cool because it's like, I don't notice that. I'm so into my own crap and I'm too close to everything that, you know, it's just like, I don't, again, mm. being around somebody day to day. I mean, you know, what's funny is that Joe said he didn't notice you because your hair. I didn't even notice that your hair was that changed uh, just because I your just soul my, is changed like, my bangs. Your bangs, yeah. <laughs> but like but like your soul is shining. So, I mean, I'm just paying attention about like you and like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if your hair was yellow, I probably wouldn't even notice because you as a person is exuding so much different energy than you were before. And to me it makes you like just look differently. I'm just like receiving you differently. And it's yeah, a beautiful thing. Like Oh yeah. Yeah, you just look noticeably happier yay free girl you are free (laughs) right so it's yeah it's 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 been exciting it's different and it's just not that it's not hard but it is it just feels like weight off my shoulders just because I was doing so much and it's to now to just really focus on 
you know, what feeds my soul. And, yeah. and for me now, it's just the struggle is finding the right ways to do it. But there's a, I mean, that's just life is you're just going to keep hitting dead ends and the whole thing with any weight loss journey, with anything that I can say is just it's consistency and determination mm-hmm. of just knowing you're going to go in and you're going to be kicked around and you're going to fall down and you're going to get bloody. And it's getting up every time is what makes the difference. If not just throwing it in. Well, like, well, I suck at this. So whatever. It's like, no, it's just would you get knocked down, keep getting back up. And I think that, you know, especially to use the example of weight loss or a healthy you know lifestyle of if you go into it thinking like oh I'm just going to lose all this weight and it's going to be great and it's going to be easy that's what you set yourself up for failure Mm -hmm. you go in knowing like there's going to be days where I'm going to be crying on my kitchen floor and I'm going to feel terrible and the scale's going to go up and for no damn reason and I I hate everything and I want to scream and just like you going in knowing like you're going to have those days and you just have to brush yourself off and get past it. Sometimes you don't doesn't take a day. Sometimes it takes you a week. But the por- important part is just like keep going, and then you'll you'll get there eventually if you as long as you just keep getting back up. So I feel like for me, kind of journeying into this new life, like I know that about myself is that I'm a fighter, mm-hmm. and um, that I'll figure it out in some way or another. It's not going to be easy. I know I'm going to be kicked around. I know I'm going to get my feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. I know that. Things are going to suck, but I know that I'll find, try to find the positive in it and how am I learning from this rather than how is it attacking me. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is a beautiful place to end it. Yeah. Is there anything else I could do for you? Um, no. no anything else me, you want to talk about? It's just amandavalentinebites.com. Pound this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> just Google Amanda Valentine. All the stuff comes up. Amanda, thank you so much. Yeah, um, man. I'm so glad that you had me in here. Dude, you are goals. Your life goals. I truly I do me. love you and admire you. I love you so much, so too. Much. 